0: Welcome back to the DNA Pest Control Podcast with Mr. Under the Weather over here, Daniel.
1: And over the weather, Aaron. (laughs) Aaron.
0: (laughs) Getting me sick. That's what you've been doing.
1: I don't know, dude. I don't know. You gotta watch out here swapping spit with.
0: I know, I know. It's probably my kids. You know, they go, dude, kids are like a sponge Mm -hmm. of sickness. Yeah. You know, so anyone out there, technicians you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. They go to school, they go, and then it's just like, yeah. So as as cute as they are and as much as you want to cuddle, it's like, dude, they want to like water from my water bottle. And I'm like, nope, don't have any. Nope. (laughs) Even though it's full. I'm like, I don't care. You ain't going to touch this.
1: Yeah. You said you're feeling better though. You just sound like shit, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well it it's it like kinda comes and goes and waves. Okay. Not like anybody listening even cares about this. Yeah. But they get to hear it now. Yeah, yeah. Cause you already asked. <laughs> but no, I feel crappy like at night and then in the morning mm. and then midday I'm fine. It like goes away, calms down, and then when it comes back tonight again, it'll start to hit me. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, like right now I feel fine. I just sound terrible. Yeah. So it kind of sucks, but okay, Aaron, this is a good one. It is a good one. Another good one. We always say that, but this one is, we wanted to come up with something a little bit different uh, to bring, you know, a different perspective uh, for the technicians out there. Yeah. You know, I think we go through our day to day, you know, even as employees, you know, even going back You know, when I was an employee, even when I started with ProServe as a salesman, everything like that, you don't really understand what management is thinking. You don't understand what they're going through. You don't see that. You see what's in front of you. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. You don't get to see much further. Sure. You know, so as a technician, you get to see the route. You get to see some of the problems, you get to see the work. You don't see the back office. You don't see what's going on. You don't get to see the steps and the procedures of what's really happening. Mm-hmm. You just get told, hey, this is your job and this is what we need you to do. And that's it. Yeah. You don't really understand how to grow. No one ever makes that very clear, at least in my experience. yeah. You know, there was never a clear line of where I could grow. It was if you do good, you stick around for 10 years, mm-hmm. yeah, you may become something. Right. Right. But there's never been anything clear, but we wanted to kind of open that up. And now even better because you've taken that position of being over technicians. And I, we kind of came up with a few questions, some that you do and we did talk about and some that you did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did not talk about. So, um, but some of the stuff that we've seen and we've learned, and this is for these guys out there, you know, as as a tech, listen carefully what we're going to go over. Because this is stuff that is is good and bad yeah. that we're looking for and that we're trying to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. And we've always hit and really focused on becoming the best technician, doing a really good job. But now you get to see a little bit more to it. Sure. And that's what we wanted to cover. Yeah. Right. Um, so a big one is as a manager, what are the good flags? And I was going to say like green flags, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess that's good. Um, you look for in a tech.
1: Yeah. Uh, if we're talking new hire, we're talking somebody that's been on board for a while. Um, one of my biggest things that I'm looking for is it's one a and one B, um, resiliency and resourcefulness. Mm. Uh, as a route technician, ninety nine percent of your job is very straightforward. Like you said, you, your stops pre planned. You have your truck. You go into your jobs. Fill up your backpack, your handheld sprayer. Get mm-hmm. the job done. Go home. Life goes on. Yeah. When certain high pressure, I'm doing air quotes right now, situations come up, you know that's kind of when you see the real version of people, right? When sometimes their challenge or their expectations aren't what they, you know, the the outcome wasn't what they thought it was going to be or they thought they were only going to have 12 appointments but someone called out so now they have 15. Um, But some of the good things, obviously, resiliency, resourcefulness, um, that kind of branches down to somebody who's willing to learn and adapt because Mm -hmm. this industry is always changing. Always, always changing. Not just talking about the label, but I'm talking about how the world sees pest control, how we see pest control, how we explain things differently. Um, I'm focusing on the green flags, because that's what you're asking about. Yes. in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Those are just a few that really, really stand out to me. Obviously, having a positive attitude and not saying always be a positive thinker, like, you know, the world is great, full of sunshine and rainbows. It's more of like, you know what? If I am going to be doing this, I am going to have a good time with it, and I am going to do it as my best, like the best job I possibly can. Yeah, that's a positive attitude. Yeah, like a healthy
0: one. Another big one. I'll just add a little to it. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, is looking for someone who alleviates the stress. Yes, you know, and that that kind of goes into everything you just said. Mm-hmm. But I would I would add that on there is. Are you creating stress or are you alleviating that stress? Mm-hmm. Can they trust you to go out and do all the jobs and not or not? You know, what is that? But if you can alleviate that stress, that is a huge, huge bonus for any techs out there. Yeah. For really anybody. Uh, yeah. and any, You're in the office. Are you creating more work? Are you creating more stress? Are you alleviating that?
1: Wait, there's people that can create more work. <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> yeah 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 believe it or not yeah that um, is a good one thank you for adding that yeah yeah that one as as you were kind of saying and going through everything that was a big one that i was i was thinking about but of course the opposite what are the red flags that you're looking for oh how much time you got a lot
1: <laughs> yeah it's some of the more obvious ones it's very clear to me when somebody absolutely hates what they're doing they hate their job they whether it's interaction with the customer whether it's dealing with the pesticides whatever it is somebody who actually doesn't like doing what they do it's very clear mm-hmm. and even though they might feel like they're doing a good job hiding it i know for a fact that the customers can sense that customers get a sour taste in their mouth and then they're calling the office upset and the office is getting the sour taste like you said it just creates more problems because of character flaws yeah um i cannot stand Somebody or technicians, employees who complain about things that they're not willing to change or complain about circumstances that they've created for themselves. For example, I am exhausted today because I didn't sleep enough last night and I want to get off early. Or I have to get my hair cut at four o'clock so I need you to take some stops off my day, even though I've worked six hours.
0: Oh, what are you talking about me? Uh,
1: well, that one was, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, okay. Um, and I think it does tie back into creating more work cause we'll get into it later in the episode, but people create ideas or visions of how things should be or how their job should be. And they get kind of really set in their ways. Somebody who's not willing to be open and transparent, um, when it comes to learning, when it comes to trying different methods, new techniques, um, somebody who's not willing to contribute to group conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even if you're a five, 10 year tech and you're surrounded by a bunch of rookies, uh, you should listen. Like mm-hmm. you, you never know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, those are some of the major ones that stick out. Is there anything that big that I missed that you can think of?
0: Um, No, I mean, red flags, it's the little comments, you know, yeah. Um, People don't think that other people are paying attention. Mm-hmm. And that is where I'm listening to everything someone says. Mm-hmm. All the little stuff. You know, you, you, could, you could say a lot in a sentence. And I'm picking that sentence apart and I hear the little thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm listening to. I'm listening to the little stuff that people will say mm-hmm. that bothers them. What's something that bugs you? right and then they say something yeah it doesn't really matter but this and it's like that does matter Mm -hmm. you tried to cover it up as it's not a big deal with it's not a big deal right Mm -hmm. and it is yeah you're just saying that you know to make it so it's not a big deal so there's those little red flags there so like when someone goes out and does a job and they're like well i don't really like it that much or i'll actually i'll make you a prime example of it of the red flags right it's like I come into the office, I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? And you're like, oh, it's all right. It's all right. And it's like, wait a minute, it's all right? You know, that to me is a big red flag. Yeah. You know, now people listening say, what? I can say, I, just by saying it's all right is a red flag. In a certain situation, if I hired you as an office manager and your day's going all right and it's okay and I'm just getting by, mm-hmm that is all really, really bad signs of mm-hmm. I picked the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> you know, and I did. But it was okay because we, we, we moved past that, and then we got to figure out where you, know, where you actually enjoyed it. Now it's, hey, how's it going? You're like, great, mm-hmm. phenomenal, mm-hmm. doing fantastic. I got mm-hmm. all this energy. You know, those are those green flags. Yeah. You know, but when you're, that's those are the things that I'm listening to when it comes to the red flags, is what are those small little stuff that comes up yeah. during a conversation? And then they say like, oh yeah, but it's no big deal. I'll do whatever I want. We have another guy, you know, we, we moved him around a little bit, position changes. And every time we ask him, he's just like, well, yeah, I'll, I'll just do whatever. No, that's all bad. Mm-hmm. That's a red flag.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a big red flag. That's not what you want to do. Yeah. I'll I'll get whatever you throw on me. No, you won't.
1: Yeah. What does that actually mean?
0: Yeah. You just complain five minutes prior yeah. and then you go and say, throw anything you want on me. I can't, I can't, you're not even going to do it. You exactly. don't like it. So those are some of the red flags I look at.
1: Yeah. Another one. And you might have a question on this later, but as you were talking, I thought about it. Yeah. So my goal, my job is, you know, someone over the technicians and for you technician managers out there is developing people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really get invested with the guys here and, Seeing them develop, seeing them grow here in the company and outside the company gives me fulfillment Mm
0: -hmm.
1: with that. You know, there's always the elephant in the room about pay, about advancing, about position changes and promotions. And yeah, and just as a note for the technicians out there listening, there is always a way to execute an uncomfortable situation properly. Well, you might think it's uncomfortable, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an example. This is real-life experiences. We've had people come into the office and say, basically, my lifestyle that I'm living outside of work is constituting me to come in here and ask to work less but make more money. And mm-hmm. if you don't, I'm walking away, mm-hmm. which to me is insane. Red flag. Insane. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with wanting to move up and asking for more but what are you specifically doing to show it? Now it would have been a totally different conversation if he's calling in asking, Hey, what else can I take on? What can I do for you? How can I alleviate you guys, you know, in upper management and also simple as what do I need to do to make more money around here? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I want to grow. I want to be a part of this thing. You guys are, we're taking off obviously. And Mm -hmm. I want, you know, I want a bigger piece of the pie. I want more skin in the game. What do you need me to do? What do I have to learn? that right there enormous green flag whereas the flip side somebody comes in and said i want to stay and work here but you know i was talking to another company and you know i'm thinking about switching over halfway through that sentence you're dead to me
0: yeah go i mean I,
1: yeah you're dead to me yeah i couldn't care less
0: yeah no I, I i remember i i actually said this on the podcast is this was a big red flag for me is i did an interview with a kid he was great he was an awesome tech But it was all about a dollar amount. Mm -hmm. And I said, I can't pay you that. I'm not going to pay you that. You're not worth that. Mm -hmm. Not right now. Right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know who you are. And that's okay. Prove yourself and the pay will be there. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And he's like, no, I need this amount amount of money guaranteed. And actually, the funny thing is, is there was hourly plus production at this time for this person. And his hourly rate was going to go down but his production would have made that up and he actually would have been paid more. Hmm. But this is how ignorant people are. And this was where it became a big red flag. Yeah. He was looking to jump for a dollar more, which then in return, if you're willing to leave your current company because I'm going to pay you a cent more, why would you stay here? Exactly, The loyalty's gone. Everything's gone. hmm But it's funny because people think, well, you need to treat me really well and then I'll stay. No, it it needs to be, well, it needs to be worked together, right? Yeah, It's, you're expecting someone that you don't even know who has never met you, Mm -hmm. who knows nothing about your past to treat you like a God and you've done nothing for them yet. Mm -hmm. doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way in any professional sport. Yeah. And they have decades of film they can go look at Mm -hmm. from when they were freaking three. Yeah. Still doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. We're still going to pay you less than the experienced guy that we have because we know the experienced guy is going to actually do his job. Yeah. We're taking a a, a massive, massive risk on you. Mm -hmm. And it could work and it could not work. That's why you see Purdy, who's barely making a million a year, as a rookie quarterback and going into the playoffs back to back years mm-hmm. he's not making any money but that's where these guys come in and you get this confusion there is a big red flag you come in you want more money there's a way to do it but you got to prove yourself yeah and that and that's the thing that people don't understand you go in and you say hey if i do this 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 and this can we talk about this much in a pay increase don't give me your bullshit Expenditures. I don't care what you're spending mm-hmm. outside of work time. That's your own dumb fault. Yeah. You know, that's not my problem. Mm-hmm. That's that's a big you problem. And yeah. you're trying to fix money with money. Which if you go back and listen to the episode of the financial with the financial guy, Chandler, he talks about that specific thing. Yeah. You cannot fix money with money.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It doesn't work. Cause your expenses just go up with the more money you make. Yep. And if you keep jumping company to company, just for that extra dollar, you are just hitting a reset every time you jump.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You are not getting any better. You are yeah. not growing anywhere. No, no. And and naturally, with inflation, of course, you are going to get paid more. Yeah, naturally, but that doesn't mean you are in a better spot. No,
1: usually doesn't mean.
0: No, it could. Yeah. Well, and actually, in this industry, what's scary is once you have, once you leave a company, dude, it's usually dozens after that you are literally jumping from company to company to company to company to company company after Mm -hmm. I I rarely see it. You've worked at one company or you've worked at 12. Mm -hmm. There is no in between. Yeah. I, with everybody I've ever hired, Mm -hmm. it's dude, you got one or you got freaking dozens.
1: Yeah. Mine was, I spent six years at that one company right after high school. I had about eight different sales jobs in between and now I'm here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but it's so true though Well, but and but i'm only speaking off of a technician experience. Yeah, all the guys i've interviewed dude You've worked at one or you've worked at almost all of them. Uh, I get what you're saying Yeah, yeah, and and I guess it can relate to a lot of other people too Right because you know, they usually are at a company for a long time and then they jump 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 But with technicians it's even worse. Yeah It's really bad All right. Any other red flags you want to add in there?
1: Uh, no, I think that was a good start. Obviously you guys listening want to send in some of your red flags. Let us know, but we can go to the next one.
0: Oh yeah. Or any questions on it. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, the next one actually goes in with the good and the bad, but we understand the good things. We, we just said what we're looking for when it comes to finding a good tech. Mm -hmm. What is a difference between a good tech and an exceptional tech. A phenomenal tech at the next level tech. Because there is a difference.
1: Yes. So a good tech is somebody who does their job in a timely manner. Efficiently and accurately. So you get to your first stop on time. Mm-hmm. You provide good customer service. You follow the policies and procedures. You're a safe driver. Yep. Um, you communicate when necessary. Nothing crazy. I mean, you're not terrible. You're not outstanding. You get your job done. We can rely on you. That's a good technician. Mm -hmm. Good technician. Where you start making those jumps, it starts with the mindset and it starts with the ability to see things from a different perspective or through a different lens. Um, You start getting more involved on the sales side of things where you're actually trying to educate customers better, you're relaying more detailed information. You're finding more opportunities to not only grow the company, but grow yourself. You're taking your own personal time to develop yourself, whether that's, I mean, not even pest product or industry knowledge, but just like personal self-development. Like, are you taking care of yourself? Are you trying to just advance and be better at life? Do you have a goal? Do you have a plan? Do you see yourself being here? Like you said, you listen for little comments and when people ask me certain things like, Hey, when are we opening up a new office or where's the next office going to be? Or what's, what's our plan for growth mm-hmm. versus somebody who's been here for three years and just high and by, give them a fist bump. Thanks. You know, turn in their stuff, re, you know, restock their chemicals and nothing against that guy, but he's not an exceptional tech.
0: No, he's good. He's a good tech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the one that you want on. Definitely. Yeah. Not, maybe nothing. Definitely. Past that, but yeah. Yeah.
1: I think an exceptional tech is somebody who can stop themselves in the moment and somebody that can actually sit there and say, hold on, am I wrong in this situation? You know, somebody who can actually self-reflect a little bit better and provide more of a value in the field than just somebody who just goes and gets the job done.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I know. I agree with that. And this question actually piggybacks off of that one and the first ones, which is actually all good. This is all rolling together is... You know, for a technician, we talked about good text, exceptional text, red flags, green flags. How would you help a technician become management or grow to the next level? Because the next level doesn't mean management. Mm-hmm. But how can you get them there? And you can answer those two separately or together. It doesn't matter.
1: I think it starts by finding what they're passionate about. I think it starts by finding obviously what are they good at and interested in where is there a need for that in the company what direction the company's going in general to see if that even fits in that puzzle you know what i mean yeah um getting people to that next level it takes a lot of coaching and follow-up and it's not it's not always the one-on-one it's it's delegation and quality control on the quality control. Um, it's challenging them putting them through things that they might not be comfortable or familiar with. And sometimes you I'm not even comfortable with asking people to do certain things, but I would still do them myself. So somebody that I want to take my position as a technician manager, they need to have the capacity to adapt to those kinds of situations yeah. Right. And it does come through experiences. I think, I don't think there's a timeline on it. I don't think there's a checklist where if you hit all 10 items, then yay, you're a manager. You know, I think some people can progress at that point faster, especially in a smaller company that is growing so fast. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on, you know, the technician's willingness to grow and learn and my, you know, willingness to stay on top of it and coach them and make sure that, I am also developing while I'm trying to develop other people. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I, that, that is, uh, that's a huge one. I want to jump on is say it's it, so, and i it's because of the past. Let me try me. Yeah. Well, what I've seen is so many people come in and they'll start working here and they make those little comments, right? Going back to little comments. Mm-hmm. And they talk about a manager that they worked for, their boss that they worked for. And I just want to be very clear, is there's some bosses and there's some managers that should not be bosses or managers.
1: Yes. The long tenured, since you've been here for X amount of years, now you're a manager. Proud of you. It doesn't work. No, not it doesn't work well.
0: It doesn't work well. Some companies aren't going to go away. Um, they've already established themselves. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who's managing it most of the time. I mean, they may almost kill themselves, mm-hmm. you know, to kill the company. Um, but it, it's not that they're going to necessarily go away. But you have to understand that there are people who should be managers and there are people who should not be managers. Mm-hmm. Just because you know how to clean a toilet really, really well and you're really good at it does not mean you're a manager. Mm-hmm. You just need, you just know how to do your job really good. Yeah that's it. Mm-hmm. you know just like someone, a lot of quarterback coaches, there's a lot of coaches in general. Mm-hmm. they may have never played the position, but they understand it really really
1: well yeah i talk about this one too in my past a lot sales managers are not always the the highest producing sales people they are the best at creating a cohesive team and hitting the quota and training and monitoring you know they don't always have to be yep. an exceptional salesperson themselves i mean they typically are but you understand my point right
0: well they need to be yeah yeah well naturally they usually make the best salesman, the manager. Mm-hmm. But I do, I have seen that where it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And there was actually, there's a pest control company who does door to door sales. I won't mention who they are, but I knew one of their pillars is what they call them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He was not a manager. He wasn't a regional manager. He produced eight, 900 sales in a summer. That's what he did. They would put those high producing guys in offices with really good managers. Those managers could not produce that.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, they were required to produce X amount, 200 every summer, 250, something like that. Sure. They had to do that, but they did not have to produce 900. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to be the top 10 guys out of the entire company. Yeah. Because if you are producing that much, most likely you're not managing anybody but yourself bingo because you can't produce at a high level and manage dozens of people at the same time. Right. So there is a big difference there, Mm -hmm. but that's what I mean is you do not have to be the best or just because you know how you, how to do it or you've been here the longest does not mean you're good. Yeah. You could be a terrible people person Mm -hmm. and it's okay.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You're just not management. Yeah. 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 You know, you're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. You're just not management.
1: Yeah, and that, that actually brings up another point too is communicating what management looks like in your business. You know, certain, I mean, yes, we're in the pest control industry, but there might be different types of managers, whether it's a like a production or a sales manager, then you have like your office manager, you have your, you know, depending on how large you are, you might have a fleet manager, someone who's just over the vehicle side of it. There's a lot of different personalities that could be that could fulfill a certain management type position. So if you're a technician and you know there's maybe one, two or even more managers and you're looking to move up in a specific role, that's something you probably should find out too is what does that really entail? Because I get that hit on me a lot i want to do what you're doing
0: oh that is they just don't even know what you're doing
1: i want to do what you're
0: doing yeah no they don't all the time yeah
1: and you know i tell them i'm like please please get to a point where you can take my spot (laughs) please i'm I'm, i want you to as well yeah Yeah. you know
0: live it for a week i bet you won't last
1: um but yeah those things just came up As you were explaining that,
0: but that's that's something that's really good is you know how to develop those technicians, and as the techs listening and understanding, you gave that secret is find out what that position entails, Mm -hmm. and what skills you need to learn. Yeah, because just because you are a good technician, once again, your people skills could be terrible.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, your leadership skills could be terrible, Mm -hmm. and so. You need to develop those skills. Now, as a manager, you have to help those people develop those skills. Correct. And sometimes you have to be able to, and we were just talking about this yesterday or the day before, you need to know when those people are the right people and when they're the wrong people. Because mm-hmm. you can put you know, a very good person in the wrong position, and then they're going to fail, and they're going to look like they suck. And they may not suck. Mm-hmm. They're probably really good. They just suck at that. Yeah.
1: Where yeah. we had placed them.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not their fault. It's actually our fault. Yeah. You know, so we look at technicians as, you know, and as a tech, a lot of guys don't know. And it's be self-aware. If there's a tip I can give you during this is be self-aware of what you're good and what you're not good at. Mm-hmm. Because then you know where you can go and where you need work.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's hard because so many people don't know what they're good at or what they're not good at. And they're like, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so managers will, you know, they should choose for them because most guys don't. Yeah. If you already know, you're already one step ahead of everybody else. Mm-hmm. Cause most don't. But you know, I, I say that too is development and growing to the next level is putting the guy who's going to be best in that specific position mm-hmm. In that area. Yeah. And that's where they're going to succeed the most. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is kind of getting away from developing guys and focusing on guys um, to get to the next level. But this is a good one. Um, is what are some small mistakes that technicians make that make a big difference? Who. <sighs> And there could be a few. Oh, there's a lot.
1: There's a lot. See, I'm going to include intentional mistakes. Okay. Because some people might take the word mistakes as like a whoopsie, like it actually just you know wasn't trained or wasn't knowledgeable enough or what have you. But I'm going to small errors. Error. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Little white lies compounded over weeks, months, years, hundreds, thousands of customers can be devastating. Oh yeah. Devastating. Okay. I mean that's the most apparent one for me. And he and here's what I'm talking about. You go to a restaurant and in the customer notes you're supposed to check the you know, replace the two sticky traps that are in the kitchen area each service and leave a door tag with the owner so we can give it to the health inspector, right? Because they've had issues in the past, whatever. Another property, you have a bait station that's in the back shed that needs to get checked every time because they have feed in there or, the, you know, they feed their livestock or whatever. Um, another one could be, make sure to check in with this person so you can get the pest control log each time you go. You don't always just spray the outside of the building and walk away. And it's sometimes the little details or the lack of attention to detail from management overseeing that person that causes so many little things to hinder you from growing because doing everything correctly in a pest control company, at least in my opinion, you will grow naturally. I mean, just whether it's, it's word of mouth, it's, you know, services, you, you will grow. So some of the things that I feel like hinder growth are very little details on a day-to-day basis. Um, the question was, what are some of the small things that make big,
0: some of the small errors,
1: some of the small errors. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) formulating their own concoctions based on what's convenient or what they feel is right versus what's on the label or what's been trained. Um, repeating um, applications trying to treat for the same pest in the same way in the same situation. You're not adapting. You're not relaying information and notes over from customers. Um, It's so many little things. I'm trying to think of like one that's like, oh yeah, this is, you know, this is detrimental but people don't realize it but
0: no, I think that was a big one. you know you're you're hitting on all these small ones where guys look at it as like, "Oh, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. This doesn't matter.
1: I got to check a rat trap under this spot. The hell I was here last week. They said that it was okay. You know why would I go do that? I'm still going to market because I know I'll get in trouble if I don't. Yeah, they're not going to know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that see those are those are the little things, right? Mm-hmm. It's um, oh, I just had one too. That was along the same lines. Oh, notes. You know, you're putting in a note, and it's a commercial building, and you're just, hey, your service has been completed, and you're just using a preset note instead of going in there and and putting in those details. Mm-hmm. So the big one is, and I would hit it is attention to detail. Um, you know, consistently. Mm-hmm. When you're consistently overseeing those small little details, it starts to compound into a massive problem. Yeah. You know, and then as that happens. What's great is like every tech kind of creates their own habit of what Mm -hmm. they do. Usually they have to go through a bad experience to create that new habit to fix it. Right? So now like what I do, I go out to houses, I knock and I ring the doorbell. Actually, I ring the doorbell, then knock Mm -hmm. to be very specific. If I hear a dog, I won't knock again. If I don't hear anything, I'll do one last knock before I walk away because uh, I think it's UPS. They ring and knock and then they leave. Uh, we had to learn this on the doors because we would ring and knock and then walk away and then someone would come out by the time I'm down by the sidewalk. And they're like, oh, I thought you were UPS or FedEx or whatever yeah, one it is. Yeah. Um, so I learned that over the years. So mm-hmm. I don't just ring the doorbell. I don't just knock. I ring and knock. Now, if the dog is freaking out, then I'm like, okay, they know. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hang out for a minute. But those are little stuff that you know compounds over time to create a big issue. We had a guy who wasn't even knocking the door. He wasn't ringing the doorbell. He's just walking. He'd just walk up, do the service, leave. And then people kept calling and calling and calling. Oh, yeah. And it was those little mistakes that created such a massive problem. And it's like, what habits, what little errors can you fix now that end up compounding to be really positive things, Mm -hmm. which we're now seeing. Yeah, as we start creating those, there's always a good and there's always a bad. Yeah, positive and a negative. So the yeah, some of the small little, minute things can create such a massive impact.
1: That's really good information for technicians looking out there who are looking. To advance And move up in the company Somebody who is detail oriented And thorough When it comes to communicating With office staff With customers With your manager Or managers Those are all things That are going to help facilitate A faster growth process for you Naturally yeah. Naturally Because yeah. You, you start to learn A lot more As a manager I learn a lot more About certain skills when those qualities come out of people, right? Somebody goes out of their way to, you know, service something for a customer and they're explaining something in great depth. And I'm like, well, I got great feedback from the customer. This person's really good about explaining difficult things to people in high pressure situations. Yeah, I'm going to take a mental note on that and we're going to revisit that on the next, you know, ride along. Yeah. Right. So you, these things just start to come up with these situations. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So this one's a good one too. I like this one because... This is the unwritten, you know, unwritten rule in your head. Ooh, I like this. You know, so this is good to get into the manager's mind um, for a tech is what's going on, Mm -hmm. right? So what is something you expect a a technician to get right away, to understand right away, to know right away, and we can split it. We can say, New tech, zero experience. What do you expect them to know? Uh, like, I don't need to go over this. You should already know it. And then what's? And then you can even say something they should know if they're already licensed. They have experience. So one, no experience. One does.
1: Okay, so for the experienced person, immediately, if you don't know PPE standards or safety or how to read a label, you just straight up lied. Like, you know, you don't. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think about that. Somebody grabbing stuff with their bare hands. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. They've been in the industry a couple of years and I'm like, yeah, what the hell's wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm thinking more on a basic level when I'm thinking with a new hire, because at least here you and I are very clear at what the job entails. So when they're actually getting trained up, I'll ask them a few times, do you understand What your job is here As a route technician Oh that's good Because once they start And stupid things come up Where they're not completing appointments They're not calling ahead When they've been asked to They're not checking time frames It's like Hey you told me You understood How to do your job In the day to day Yeah And you don't now So that's not okay Yeah I mean if I'm talking Outside of the actual day to day You know anybody that we bring on You got to be able to have some level of customer service. You can't crumble in front of people. You got to have some kind of physical and mental resiliency where it's like if we ask you to, you know, we have like a 6 a.m. appointment or you have to work late or, you know, you have to crawl into the house to inspect something. It's, I would expect there to be a willingness to get the job done. Yeah. Because it's what you. Signed up for <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. No, I'm not trying to be an asshole I'm just trying to think of Like uh, You know What else would I expect From people Off the bat
0: No I I think you actually hit it There are there some really good ones You know It's It's some of those Basic things That it's like It's life Yeah You know You're at someone's house You're on their property Respect it mm-hmm. That Like That's not a hard concept Yeah like you just expect someone to come in and sit in your car and just take a big old dump on the back seat And like, you're going to be okay with it. Yeah. Like that's not okay. Mm-hmm. You know? So why would you go into someone's backyard and break a planner mm-hmm. or, you know, start cussing on their property? Cause you're on the phone with someone, mm-hmm. you know, like there should be some of that, you know, it's not, I shouldn't have to tell you to respect someone's property decency. Y- you should already know that. Yeah. Now, once again, I did say from the beginning when I was saying this, I understand it's those unwritten stuff, right? It's not mm-hmm. written down. It probably should be. Yeah. Um, Just a CYA. Yeah. Everyone's covered. But it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like you should just know. Yeah. Whether you're licensed or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What else would you want before we come to a close on this? What else do you think is important? when it comes to a technician understanding or looking into the eye of the, the manager, what would you say on the last comment of what they need to know or what they should be looking out for?
1: Well, being good enough is not good enough. I think <laughs> that even a good technician, I mean, everybody is replaceable. Even, and I actually tell this to the guys too, like when you know they start asking about certain things, I'm like, hey, everybody's replaceable. And if you're a good tech who does your job, you're 100% replaceable. Yeah. So what, I mean, what you're doing is not rocket science, mm-hmm. right? However, I do, I mean, as somebody who was in the in a truck doing routes for a little bit, I, it was fun. Like yeah. it's a good gig and you can actually advance whether you take the sales route, the specialty service route, the rodent route. <clears throat> there are ways to make this into a career and not just a job that you're going to leave for another similar type job. So I think some self assessment constantly is in order. If you actually want to advance, because even for myself, I am making sure that I'm keeping up with the growth and the stuff that I'm trying to implement with all the technicians here. I want to make sure that I'm up to speed on that as well. And I'm not just saying I want things to grow and not do anything about it. No, it's like, I want to be part of that growth and here's how I'm going to do it. So I think it's just getting very clear with yourself.
0: You know, I'll piggyback on that. We did an episode and it's called, we have it good. Yes. Um, and that episode really hits on a lot of that stuff Mm -hmm. is in this industry. And you're right. We do have it really easy. Um, and it's, Awesome, because there's so many lazy people and there's so many lazy technicians. If you're not one, you can grow so much, you know, anywhere. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you go, you will grow and you will pass so many people because they're, not, they're just not willing to put in that work. And in that episode, um, and and probably a few others we've hit on, is you dictate whether you're going to move or whether you're going to stay. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to stay at the same level as a tech. It's, like, it's really, really easy. Yeah. <laughs> you almost don't have to do anything. Bingo. And you'll just be there, right? Yeah. Um, but to get to that next level, there's so much that you have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, And it's just little stuff day in, day out, but you can get there so easy as well. Mm-hmm. It's not a hard task. It's just learning. can you learn? That's a big issue with uh some of the other you know, even as like a you went to school, you're a lawyer, cool, you're a lawyer. you know it, right? There's not much more you can learn, mm-hmm. maybe some more law, yeah now you have to develop skills, which is a lot harder, you know for a lawyer. now you have to sell more, you have to bring on now the customer service side of things. You do kick-ass in a courtroom, great. You don't know how to sell. Mm -hmm. How did you get that new customer on, that new client? Mm -hmm. You didn't, couldn't, you can't grow. Here it's pretty easy. You just have to learn more things. You understand chemicals better. You understand safety. There's so many different avenues, so many little fingers and paths that you can take Mm -hmm. to grow within a company. It's amazing. And so those little things... You know to push yourself to grow, it's, it's there, yeah. But it just remember it's just as easy to go on autopilot because being a tech is really easy, mm-hmm. especially on autopilot spraying houses. You can just freaking run through it, you can listen to books, music, and just be on autopilot all day, mm-hmm. and you won't grow. But at getting to that, it's, it's just as easy. You just have to put in a little bit of effort, and you will.
1: Agreed. Agreed. So, for you technicians out there who are looking to move up in your company, and maybe you heard something you agreed or disagreed with, please send us in questions. I mean, if if you're looking to move up and you're in a situation that's kind of out of left field, and you know you want to talk about it on the Q and A and want us to go over the technicians, we'd love to. If you're a technician manager and you are having a hard time creating a cohesive team, as I am. No, just kidding. But if you do want tips and you want to kind of go over some of the things that have worked and haven't worked, please message us on our Instagram, message us on our website. And thank you again for listening to the DNA Pest Control Podcast.